Welcome to Unprofessional and Unprepared, our lighthearted weekly conversation about sports, life, fatherhood, and whatever else comes up with no script and no preparation. I'm your host, Jason Gerber, and tonight we bring you a bonus episode we named Thank God for the Cavs, a recap <laughs> of the Brown Steelers Monday night game. <laughs> I'm joined tonight by two of the best ever. Co-host Phil Denko is here. Hi, Gerbs. Thanks for having me. Assistant special teams coach Chuck Rimbaldo is here as well. It's a good title. Hello. The Brown Steelers Monday night game is not quite over, but it ended quite a while ago. The Browns are not winning this game. They're not winning the division. They're not making the playoffs. They're not going to finish the season with a winning record. Uh, And by all accounts, I think they have clinched last place in the AFC North, which was exactly the opposite of where we thought they would be this year. Gentlemen, either one of you take a shot. Describe for me what you just watched in tonight's game. Man, steaming pile of shit comes to mind, right? The first half was was terrible. It was awful on both sides of the ball, and the Steelers were just slightly less awful than the Browns to take a 10 to nothing lead at halftime. It reminded me a lot of the first Brown Steelers game. And it just and, and I keep trying to take a step back while this game is still coming to maybe a merciful end here shortly and think about what I was hoping to see in tonight's game. Realistically, I know what we had hoped, right? Like go out there and win by 30. It's the Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I wanted to see the Browns come out there and take the field with some pride and play fast and play hard and call a good game. And I think they started playing harder in the second half. And I don't think they're calling a good game yet. And, and I don't know what that is. I, I have so many questions. Why is Baker Mayfield out there at the top of the list? I thought for sure when the Chargers won yesterday's game, the first thing we were going to wake up today was Baker is on the operating table and Case Keenum will be starting yeah. for your Browns today and next week. But I guess not. We threw Baker out there and it reminds me of the early days of the Browns reboot i guess and it looks like we're just which, making which one the, the, brown the reboot, reboot not the rebuild i'm sorry <laughs> no no no, no, no. reboot 1999 like <laughs> yeah. we're just throwing a quarterback out there and making him worse at the game ah, it's his fault too right but at the same time we're not doing him any favors right now and that's frustrating i didn't do a good job of answering your question or describing what i've seen and I <laughs> don't, don't worry about it i don't know that <laughs> I, think, I think you hit it and in fact you've you've pulled a chuck and you've you've predicted like a couple different directions i wanted to go oh. chucky Scale of one to five, one being 1999, five being the year they went 0-16. How terrible was this tonight? Somewhere in the middle. The 0-16 thing, I pained myself to watch every second of every game because I knew I was watching history. Uh, I wasn't apathetic to it then. I've become apathetic uh, tonight to this team, and it feels an awful lot like four years ago or seven years ago or 10 years ago. Utterly disappointing season is being wrapped up in a bow beautifully on monday night football i got good news for you there's another game um (laughs) i I, I just i I think we're all feeling a little bit the same way and it's that shell-shocked feeling you get every once in a while as a browns fan where it's just we can never get out of this uh they were undisciplined and sloppy and they looked the way we have seen them look for so many seasons in the last 22 years since they came back. And it's just, when are we getting out of this? And I think maybe the most frustrating thing for me watching this tonight is knowing we're a more talented team than the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're a more talented team than a lot of teams we played this year, and we just can't get out of our own way. Can we score a touchdown there? 
No, not yet. No flag though. We'll have it at the one. We'll blow it. Yeah. <laughs> Three straight passes, kick a field goal, kick an onside. There's kick. at least a sack coming here somewhere. <laughs> we just can't get to a place where these players are successful. This team is successful and they make plays to win big games. I don't get it. It was awful to watch because it feels like this is the type of game that usually leads to a coaching change. I know that it won't this year. I know that they're not making that type of a move this season, and they, nor should they. It's just the feeling I got watching the game today. What, what do you think's up with Baker? And you're not allowed to use the word harness in your answer. Um, touchdown. We're still into this. Onside yeah, we're, kick. We're an onside kick and a touchdown <laughs> away from winning, so maybe we should delay this answer. Uh, no. As Baker harnesses his Brett Favre. <laughs> Did I use that incorrectly? I don't know. I think we've we've mentioned this several times now over the course of the season that we're kind of giving Baker a pass on the season given everything he's dealing with. That said, maybe it was just more evident tonight. Well, I guess you go back to the Packers game too. Clearly it was there with the four picks, but injury or not, like his decision-making is suspect at best. And that that is frustrating. You need a quarterback in the NFL that can win you a football game. And I don't know if we have that or not. I don't know that we can fairly judge that based on this season either. And I think we thought we had that after last season, right? Like the guy was winning football games for you the, the latter half of last season. I don't know what to make of Baker. I, I hope a lot more of his play this year has to do with how he's feeling and the, you know, the upended offensive line in front of him for most of the season. Uh, but those all sound like excuses to me. You, you know, marquee winning quarterbacks in the NFL find a way to win football games, especially close games. And he hasn't done it. He's going to be the starting quarterback next year. And if he stays healthy, I, I, I don't know where we go from there if he doesn't show 180 degree change from what we've seen from him this year. Chucky, what do you think? What's his problem? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think what's my question was, problem? what's up with Baker? Well, you can frame it as uh, yeah. what's your problem. It's a myriad of things. And Phil touched on most of them. Horrible decision making that you can't blame on injuries. I, I don't think the play calling has been all that great. They're not doing him any favors tonight, especially or uh, whenever this airs last night, especially by having a rookie fourth rounder with no help trying to stop yeah. TJ Watt. I think it's been an issue all year, too, for the Browns. They're, they're trying to find a way to spread the field. And most NFL teams can do that without an empty backfield. Every time the Browns do that, he's like, I'm going to cringe here because either he's going to get hurt, hit, or he's going to get the ball tipped. Maybe it's a height issue. Maybe his six oneness uh, isn't good enough, at least <laughs> against the Steelers, because it seems like uh, I've seen more tipped than completed passes tonight. Yeah, Phil kind of hit on everything, so I don't know if I need to go into more detail. It's a guy I've defended most of this season, and, and uh, I, I don't know if defending is really making excuses. If I'm becoming apathetic to him as a, as a quarterback for this team, I'm coming to it much later than most of this fan base has. And I'm sure we'll talk about more in the coming weeks, but it's just been an utter disappointment, uh, not just tonight for him. Tonight seemed especially bad. I mean, even the the four picks against the Packers, you know, there's two of those you could blame on pass interference calls that weren't made. Another one, the receiver fell down coming back for the ball. So it's almost like he wasn't playing as bad as the numbers looked against the Packers, but he looked really bad tonight. And I think, you know, Phil, you mentioned a little bit earlier, we're not doing any favors with having him in the game right now. When the offensive line is depleted, our receiving core isn't what it should be. And for some reason, our play calling has gotten terrible. He looked to me like a guy today who didn't have any confidence, looked way too tentative 
to be playing in the NFL when he was trying to make decisions and he was back there. I mean, I think threw the ball like that, threw the ball like a guy who I, don't like, I hate to use the word scared because that's kind of that would be offensive to most people if you tell them they're playing scared, but maybe unsure of himself. Last season, we saw the accuracy again and we saw the confident decision making. It's two totally different guys from the last time they played the Steelers near the end of the season and to tonight's game. So I, I think I agree with what Phil said earlier that once they were out, they should have just benched him and like be done. Like there's, there's nothing to play for this season. So why have him still in there? Why is he in there? Is Baker Mayfield out there in a game like this? And again, potentially next weekend. And is that just the franchise telling everyone who's willing to listen that, Hey, this isn't our franchise quarterback, because if he were, we would have already sat him down. What can that guy prove in these next two games? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's the risk reward there, right? The risk is he has a game like tonight where I think he got sacked eight times, four of which were his fault and four of which were just TJ Watt setting NFL records. If this were the chargers, there's no way Herbert's out there for these last two games. There's no way there's uh, Burrow is out there for these last two games. No way. And those are two franchises that know they've got their quarterback in-house for at least the next five to 10 years. And I think this shows you that the Browns are like, well, we don't know. Let's go see. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. Well, that's that's an interesting idea. I don't know. Chucky, what do you think? That there's some sort of conspiracy by the organization. No, I don't think it's that conspiracy. way. No, I, <laughs> what I, I mean it is, if, if you knew he was your quarterback of the future, you'd be what is he doing him. out yeah. there right now? I've asked myself that question for maybe four games this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why, yeah. Why are you playing? Why Why is he starting this game? Why is he still in this game? Why do we have the most expensive backup quarterback in the NFL uh, who makes six million dollars? I don't know. It's such a like it's such a weird night. It might have been summed up really well by the lame ass mation they did on Monday Night Football with Stefanski uh, bringing yeah. in the chili pot. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, this guy was like a genius last year. This year he's a doofus. He's apparently, he's Kevin <laughs> from the <laughs> office. Like he's like a fucking doofus. Um, there's so many issues. I don't know, man. I, I think you will hear that question probably asked tonight or, or hear it tomorrow from a press conference. Like, why was he still out there? And Stefanski will say something along lines like we're still playing to win games. He gives uh, us yeah, the best chance yeah, to win, right? Right. That's what you'll hear. Um, so when I'm in that room tomorrow asking Kevin Stefanski questions, my immediate response to that is why was Nick Chubb on a pitch count? If yeah. you're in this to win games. Nick Chubb wasn't on the field at times where they had to score. Sure. So I I think no one. uh, The answer is out there. We're we're looking at it. We won't admit it. That's what we're doing. (laughs) No one has shut down Nick Chubb better than Kevin Stefanski. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, that's what it feels like. Again, it's almost dumbfounding that we're still talking about this guy in week 16 or 17. If I had to guess, this is just. Baker being Baker and he's if nothing else he's a tough guy with like a chip on his shoulder who's not going to take a seat in a big game against Pittsburgh even if they're not going to make the playoffs so I get his desire to be out there but I feel like maybe and I think we can go back to a few different games this year where Stefanski needs to take over as a head coach and just say hey I'm sorry man we're benching you we need you healthy well not anymore but earlier in the year, we needed you healthy for games that were coming and rest would be good. So if Baker's out there because Baker wants to be, that's just poor leadership, period. Poor leadership by Baker? No, 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 no. Oh, by okay. the people in charge to make yep. the decisions on the team. Yep. You know, that's coaching, that's front office saying, hey, Baker, you got a big heart, buddy. We need to repair that labrum and maybe give your, yeah. both of your leg injuries a rest. Yeah. And we need you yeah. 
ready for next year. Yeah. And that, because, that's just leadership. Because we need you healthy for next year to know whether we want to give you a huge contract and make that's you the right. face of this franchise for the next like seven years. Yeah. So I can't uh, imagine, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I can't imagine a, a player, at least not a player of Baker Mayfield status. I mean, I guess if it was Aaron Rodgers or someone like that, but Baker Mayfield walks in there and says, Hey, I'm playing. I don't care what any of you say. They're like, all right, nice job, kid. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> and I don't, I'm, I'm sure it's not that cut and dry, but again, like you've said this before on the show earlier in the season, Phil, like he might, he must be doing something in practice that lets them know or makes the coaching staff believe he really is the best way for them to win. So I don't know. Uh, Chucky, tell me something that you saw tonight that makes you excited for next year's team. Come on, something positive, please. please. Um, I saw possibly the best stiff arm in Cleveland Browns history today. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Uh, All right. Yeah. Planted that dude. He may have roots growing out of him at this point. It just shows you again how powerful a back Nick Chubb can be with a suspect line sometimes tonight, too. Yeah. In, in shitty play calling and shitty rotations with your third string running back. That excites me. He was the best player on this team or is the best player on the team this year. So I assume uh, that carries over to next year um, that we at least have a running back we know we can count on uh, as a starter. Yeah, and he'll be well rested too. Phil, anything, anything positive? Well, Nick Chubb for the time he was allowed to play for sure. I agree with Chuck. That is by far the most positive thing I saw today. Uh, I'm trying to think if, you know what I, I thought, and this might not even be a part of next year's Browns team. I thought that Judavian Clowney looked explosive off the line and yep. that's a dude yeah. that can stop great the run tonight. and hit the quarterback. That's another, another positive I would take from tonight's game. Um, and maybe that would lean towards, all right, maybe you sign that dude for another year. I, I don't know what kind of contract offers he's going to get from other teams. If it's going to be more than one year at a time at this stage, or is it a, a two-year deal or whatever? But, you know, if I had to pick something other than Nick Chubb, I thought Jadavion Clowney went healthy. That that He's the fastest defensive lineman on our team. Yeah, he looked and really good. And out, outshined Miles Garrett. I know yep. Miles Garrett has a yeah. groin but, injury, but the last few weeks, yep, he's absolutely the most explosive player on that defense. I guess I, th I saw a positive in the secondary which had been so bad for so many years. MJ Stewart has been fantastic. Uh, Ward was good before he got hurt. Delpit had a good game today. I, I like where the secondary is set up. I can't, sh I guess I still can't shake the feeling that this team has got a lot of talent and they should be better than what they are. Maybe the talent is still a positive for me going into next year. Uh, next week, the Browns play the Bengals. Does anybody care? <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, Hearing no responses. All right. No, no. <laughs> the Cavs care. The Cavs yeah, are going yeah, with yeah. Get this Brown season over with. <laughs> oh, the poor fucking Cavs lost a Coro for three weeks. Uh, Did he get geez. hurt yesterday? I missed that. Yeah, he hurt. He sprained his, his elbow or something. Uh, yeah. All right. Because I know I, I, I saw him playing early and then, then yep. I watched the rest and of the game. Then he left the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, boys. We're out of time. I am out of questions <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> and we just did the whole show without mentioning that tonight is our last episode ever under the unprofessional and unprepared banner. Come next week, we will be back with a new name, one that hopefully represents our show a little bit better. Now, nothing in the show is going to change. Same people, same setup. Everything else will be the same, but we're going to change the name. Uh, unprofessional and unprepared was a funny sounding name when we started this and had no idea what we were doing. After more than a year, I think we know a lot more. Uh, and we'll have a better chance at expanding our audience with a name that shows a little more of what we are all about. So Cleveland, this one's for you. When we come back next week, we'll have the same show, but we will be renamed from the land. 
a Cleveland Sports and More podcast. Chuck, Phil, thanks for being here tonight. Thank you both for your help uh, with coming up with the new name and and going through the beginning stages of this rebrand. Uh, I think the best thing is is you know probably more t-shirts. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that news about us looking ahead. I hope you guys have a great week. Let's get together and do this again real soon. Sure. Absolutely. How about the kicker kicking the punter kicking the ground and like hurting his back? Anyway, such go a ahead. Cleveland Browns thing. Right? Oh, I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the, Cle- oh, the Cleveland Browns. This guy going to score yeah. a touchdown on the last play of the game. <laughs> he does. God, I hate uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> but yeah, I bet my evening's going about as well as yeah. yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, at some point, this just gets funny, right? Like you yeah. just watch like Baker get sacked. Then there's a penalty. Then he like throws the ball 100 miles an hour at somebody's feet and they punt. And then Roethlisberger comes back and does like the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is the fucking most terrible game. (laughs) Yeah. And Eli Peyton and Eli were saying that the entire broadcast without actually saying it like the whole time. They're like, well, this is, they kept bringing up the, uh, the one, they had one third down conversion in the first half, both teams combined. (laughs) I didn't even know that. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Well, let's keep this. Let's keep this short so we can go to bed. <laughs> Maybe try to finish it before the game ends. <laughs> That'd be uh, impressive. I'm thinking like 15 minutes tops because I don't want to spend a bunch of time editing this shit tomorrow. <clears throat> just I'll tell you what. Just release it uncut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. might. I might. Um, I'll tell you what. That Since this is going to be our last unprofessional and unprepared episode, this is a hell of a way to go out, man. Yeah. Um, no. I'm not happy about it. Um, Chuck, your mic's crackling, I think, but I don't even give a fuck. Sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. it might have been. No one's going to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say goddamn on a podcast. <laughs> uh, We, we were third and three. This might, it was either the first possession of the second half or the last possession of the first half where you knew you were getting the ball back. And the last possession of that, our last possession of the first half, you're thinking, oh, geez, just even if you get a field goal out of this, like, yes, you're right, that would have right been in huge. We lined up with Hooper in the backfield on third yeah. and three in a shotgun. So, yeah. oh, okay, I get I, straight. No, that. there's no way. There's no way. Like, what, like, what does that tell the defense? You know Especially I a defense I was... like the Steelers. That tells like you're not handing the ball off. Here. Right. There's right. no way you're running the ball on third yeah. and three with yeah. Hooper lining up next yeah. to your quarterback. Yeah. So you've just taken half the playbook and thrown it away. Like that's a dumb. Yeah. Strategic dumb move setup. on that play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like put, even if it's Dearness Johnson next to, next to Baker, yeah. like put someone back there that could be a delayed handoff to get you three yards and keep this drive going. I was like, what? That's just weird. Yeah. Next next week against the Bengals, watch Hooper closely again because I don't think his feet are on backwards. I think they're like abnormally small. It's like he's oh, got Tammy's it. feet. He's got he Tammy's can't, feet. He can't stay balanced. There. He yeah. can't stay balanced. It's just too hard. Ugh. He's got this giant maybe his, frame maybe his and his little tiny women feet. And he just, 
he's constantly falling down. Yeah. Like every time you see him, he's on the ground. <laughs> uh. What do you mean I'm funny? Funny like a clown? You didn't use you?